Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica. Boom. That's a fucking pro right there, dude. What? You're a fucking pro. Why? <laughs> Literally the fucking time. Pow. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed it. Solid, Man. bro. It, it's cool to be doing this at 7:30 a.m. I this is this is, uh, this is a, a record for me, like earliest uh, podcast. Not that I'm not an early riser. I just don't like do it at this time of day. You know, I wake yeah. up at I'm used to waking up at 6:35, but uh, but, but it's cool. Not, pod, not not putting on your best airs at 6:35. <laughs> I think yeah, I think I'll be like I think I'll perform. It'll interesting be interesting to see how my brain performs. Like. Well. Yeah, what I, I do is I have at least five cups of coffee before I go live. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm what's, not. What's your guy. technique, man? What uh, do you do? Five cups of water. <laughs> you do. You do water. You do the clean living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Got to. How long you been doing the pod for? It'll be two years in April. So. Yep. I mean, uh, do you do you still feel like it's early? In the, in the podcast. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! In the po- in the podcast industry as a whole. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, you know, I've run the numbers, and uh, there's only one podcast for every 37 YouTube channels with over 10 subscribers. So, shut up. Is that yeah. a real? That's a real number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a real number. I, I calculated it and threw it in my. I, I threw it in my new channels. book. Yeah, 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 dude. It's and that's like over 10 subscribers. That means nothing, right? I mean, real is a real YouTube channel is. I don't know. At least it's a- it's realer than zero subscribers. Yeah, you know. Uh, I think it's hard to get 10 subscribers, honestly. <laughs> uh, it took me a while to get there. <laughs> but uh, but I wondered the numbers. I remember looking at it, but I just didn't crunch the numbers this way. But like compared to YouTube channels with over 100, that would be interesting. Yeah, I might go back and, and, and do that, like, do those numbers. But hey, well, let me... I, um, so you, so have, you done, yeah. have you tried to do a, a YouTube channel in... in I, haven't, I didn't look... For, for you do you have a youtube channel that works with the podcast kind of thing not really no Nah. it's just nah. <laughs> no it's really. hard to do a, a lot right i mean it's just it's like where is gonna be your i mean it will be kind of you be know your bread and butter and then where's gonna be you know the side things you do yeah. around it once um, once all my interviews are in person i'll be using it and it'll be pretty rocking i i plan on it uh yep yeah it seems to be that if you just post really good content to it, it kind of does the work for you. Of course, but you've just mentioned the thing that's like the hardest thing to do in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is be a great artist. That's all. Okay. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Oh, I didn't even realize we're, we're live already. Holy man. We're mom. live, bro. Oh, wow. Man. I was going to ask if I could put my socks on. <laughs> That's why I said I started saying, let me. That's all good. I'm, I'll, I'll go without my I'll go without my Nike socks. No, it's we're live, but I, I, you know, I could I could chop it up. Or, uh, you no, know, you're good. Man. Okay, we're. But this is fun. <laughs> but yeah, but but really to to answer your question as a, as a whole. Yeah, it's like super early in the podcast industry. And, uh, you know, I always say it's like the time is now. You know, or, or or the way, or what Dan Millman would say in Way of the Peaceful Warrior, uh, or actually his teacher said it to Dan. Dan, uh, Dan's teacher asks, "What time is it?" And uh, and Dan goes, "Oh, two thirty-three, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. And Socrates says, "No, 
the teacher says no and uh and he's like what, what the heck are you talking about it's two it's 2 30 you know and uh and uh and and pretty much long story short uh, the teacher says like the the time is was and always will be right now now yep time is now <laughs> it literally i mean this is you know it's interesting that you you say that and uh but for me that was something that when uh, when i was doing kind of my spiritual journey uh and the thing that that's hard to explain to people and i can't tell you the number of times i've talked to people and they're like they don't believe it <laughs> they yeah, literally sure. don't believe that the the when i when i when we have this discussion that no like literally the only time is now it's infinite it lasts forever but the only time that actually exists is right now um, yeah yeah it's hard to some, it, it has a hard time it has a hard time it, it's like something you viscerally have to feel i don't know what that how to put it other than that um because you can't yeah it, it is yeah viscerally yeah yeah i it's hard to it's hard to like lot logic uh reason rationalize yourself into like thinking like that just based on pure logic alone uh it's it's i don't know it's like this is my life right now and just immersing fully in like what you're doing instead of thinking like for example when i when i do my early morning workout classes it's like you know i sometimes some days it's i'm just thinking because uh, it's right when i get up it's like i'm thinking about all the things i got to be doing uh that day all the things i got to keep track of but then there's other workouts like, like yesterday where uh all I'm thinking about, I'm just in the, I'm in the mode. Like this is my life right now. Uh, the, like the time is now, but, but you know, some days the time is I'm at, I'm like time traveling th throughout the work. <laughs> like it's, it's just stupid. And, and, and they're not enjoyable. They're, they suck. Those work. Like when I'm thinking about all this stuff, it sucks. It's yeah. not fun. It's only fun in the time is now. It's well, like that's, really that's for sure, right? I mean, that's a hundred percent for enjoying your life. Now is the only time to enjoy it, right? I mean, if you're thinking about something else while you're skiing, you're not going to oh, yeah. enjoy the skiing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's hard. That's 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 hard to do. Think about something else while you're skiing. I was in I was in Colorado. <laughs> I was in Colorado last week. Uh, and I guess I don't know. Maybe it's just the function of me having not done it in three and a half years. Yeah. But uh, you got to be a hundred percent focused on the mountain, especially when you're in Colorado and haven't done it in that long. You got to be focused or you're going down. I think that's really the best. It's one of the things I have a 13 year old kid and it's one of the things that, you know, sports aren't here in Costa Rica. It's kind of, there's a saying, if, if you don't play football or soccer, right? If you don't play soccer, you don't play sports, right? Because oh. it's so hyper-focused on one sport that, you know, growing up in the States, you know, there's dozen, you know, there's so many sports, right? And so if you don't fit in the soccer mold or soccer doesn't connect with you, well, you're kind of screwed, right? Um, and I think he misses that. What what it is like for me, like when you're playing a sport and completely involved in it and loving it, right? There's that kind of flow state, right? Mm -hmm. Where you forget about the all your other troubles or whatever, yeah, and yeah. you are just playing the game, right? And yeah. it's magical. And, and sports is a super convenient way to find it to find that space right yeah i think the phenomenon too uh again i learned it from the same book way of the peaceful warrior by dan millman yep. it's called um 
I don't know if I like the definition. Uh, Satori, S-A-T-O-R-I, sudden enlightenment. But it, it, I, what I heard is that athletes, what they're experiencing in that moment is, is Satori. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing that sudden enlightenment. I don't know. I, yeah. I, but uh, but yeah, I've I mean I've played sports my whole life, and 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 obviously. Uh, you know, I've, I've, ex- I've experienced that. It's hard not to, it's, it's, yeah. you know, your yeah, life's really got to be like hitting well. the fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost, it's the funny thing is um, like with certain sports, for example, surfing, right? Surfing is actually very difficult. The learning curve for surfing. Have you ever surfed before? Yes. Okay. It's hard. So sur- the learning curve, at least in my experience for surfing is very, very, it's a long curve and, and very difficult. Yeah. Um, but you can still enjoy it very, very early in the curve. And even if you don't get very good, you can enjoy it as much as the best surfer in the world. Like you can mm-hmm, still have mm-hmm. the same feeling. It may yeah. only be for two seconds until you fall, but you can actually get that flow state of the best surfers in the world, yeah. which I think that, you know, surfing is one of those sports that is kind of magical towards the flow state. Uh huh. Yeah, it is really uh, difficult, though. I started when I was <laughs> six, and I, yeah, and, I, and I've been, uh, I, 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 I was, I was on it for for many years at the Jersey Shore, and yep. parents would buy me surfboards. Uh, and uh, where'd you grow up in Jersey? And, my oh, I didn't. I didn't grow up in Jersey. I grew up in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania. So. Okay. So you know, it's just a two-hour drive, hundred miles, easy, yep. hundred miles, two hours, easy, and uh, and then I did. I've done it on and off for the past decade, really, and um, you know, I'm just I I never got like that great at it, you know. I I just I I never I'm uh, yeah, yeah. It can be fun, but then in Jersey, it's like. Oh, the water is too cold, <laughs> and the <laughs> I no, just like the if yeah. yeah yeah. So I it's hard for me to really get in the moment with with surfing unless of course I'm, I'm you know I'm standing up and riding a wave. But when I'm out there waiting to catch a wave, when they're you know fewer and, and far between in Jersey, and it's super cold, <laughs> it's not one of those sports for me. If I were to do it 100%. in Costa Rica, it would be very different. It's completely different. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like, do it for years. I did it twice a day. You know, you go morning oh my session, gosh. And afternoon session. It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. perfect water, perfect waves. You know, no people. Fantastic. You know what I like too? Uh, you ever done the the flow rider? On, uh, is that the wave, like the wave machine type of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've never done it. I've always wanted to do it, but <laughs> it's so cool. It's so awesome, right? I I love it, and uh, I I think I was a, I guess I was like fifteen or something, and uh, my parents paid for my brother and I to get lessons, for like multiple days on the cruise that oh, man, uh, and uh, with 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 that, and like we got because I'd done it for a couple of years before. And I wasn't any good at it, especially like the standing one. Like it's really hard, but I got so good for that really? week, for that week on the cruise with the standing one. And Ooh, it just felt good. I could move anywhere, do anything, spin, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah they'd have to like, you know, the, the, the people on they the cruise, it's a line. Off, so ex- exactly. They make, they, tr- they make you do, they're like, here, try this. And it's really just a, 
attack right. to get, to get fall. you to fall. <laughs> right, exactly. You can keep this line moving. <laughs> your turn, your next turn's in an hour. And uh, and it was really, really fun. But then I, you know, I go back on the cruise next year. I'm like, here we go. Yep. Sucked. Back to zero. <laughs> it, it's funny. That's actually one of the reasons I believe, like, surfing, what you've just kind of globally pointed out, is surfing, I think the reason the curve is so long is because the actual time when you can actually practice the core skills is like super narrow, mm-hmm. right? The jump up, oh. right? The actual put your feet on the boards. You're literally pra- – if you're there for an hour, you're probably practicing that particular move for 15 seconds or maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. If you have a that's very sliver – That's a law. A that's fraction time. of time to actually practice it. Um, like one of my pro tips when people are learning to surf is to literally a week before they even surf, just be getting every morning, go and do 20 pop-ups like on the floor, just practice popping up Mm -hmm. because if you're, if the only time you're going to practice popping up is in the waves, you're, you're lost. Right. And I did it. I was stupid enough. Nobody told me this was back 20 years ago of like, I would just never practice the pop-up and I had no idea. And if you don't have the actual, if you can't do the lesson, can't do the, the, the actual skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focused. Like the beauty of that wave rider thing is that you could actually, like you had minutes of practice, like at a, at a, at a swap. Right, right. For you to get the same thing on a real wave in the real world. No. Forget it. That's like, a, that's like three years of surfing you just did in a day. Yeah, I, I agree, actually. You're, you're, you're jogging my memory here a little bit where uh, back when I was in the, the world of personal training. Uh, the first thing I ever did working for myself back a few years ago. And uh, I had this, I had this online program with, uh, with my, my friend, Steve Jordan, who's twice my age and uh, he's a much better surfer than me. He's, you know, I, I couldn't do a surfing training program all on my own, but we had a, it was like 22 days. It was, it was called surf fit. And, right. and it was, it was good. Like people, really like enjoyed it and and got a lot out of it but a lot of a lot of it was like what you said essentially getting that practice time uh without necessarily having to like be out there because you're not going to get that practice time on the waves there's a lot of simulation and um it was pretty fun yeah it was it was pretty fun making making that program unfortunately it's not available (laughs) anymore but uh (laughs) tell me all right give me give me the that so for people who who are listening right now but don't know you Give me the the elevator pitch on wh- how you got to where you are right now and what you're working on. Oh man, uh, well the easy way Come to on, say man, it, young, your elevator pitch should be like at 13 seconds. It, it will on. be. <laughs> I I decided one day when I was 18, I never wanted to work for anyone ever again, and so I wanted to become a personal trainer. I found a mentor, asked to work for him for free, and became. And he's this is like top one percent of personal trainers. This is a celebrity trainer. That's this is someone who's trained Jordan Belfort, Toby McGuire, uh, Ariana Huffington, Brad Pitt. I, I could go. I could go on and on and on. And so I learned from this guy. How'd you meet? It. How'd you meet him? Oh, he's a family friend. He's okay, my uncle. Go. Grew up with him in, in Clark, New Jersey. Sure. Yeah. So got real lucky there. But I still didn't. I hadn't seen him since I was like one, one years old. You know, and uh, so. I learned the ropes and made it happen for myself. And bam, I was, I I got my own certification, got my own in-home clients and it was fun. And my career just evolved. uh, My career of working for myself evolved from there. 
And uh, now I do marketing and production for serious podcasters with my agency. And now I have, you know, I, I, that all came about from my own podcast, Growth Mindset yep. University, and uh, a lot of fun. What made you, what made you, what, what ticked the box for you where you were like, oh, podcasting, I, I got to start one of these. What was the deal with there? No, nah, it was nothing. It was just like, I just did it. I, I don't really? know if I just started. thought I should do it. Like I, there wasn't really a thought process. It was just a split second decision. And so it, it wasn't it, though, you, April you didn't hear somebody speak and was like, oh wait, that I should do. Nah, really? maybe, maybe it was a long-term seed where I was like, eh, kind of, I, I, but I don't remember it being like something I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. I, I, I wish I could answer that question. I wish I knew what it was. I just don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, actually for me, it was more just, um, I started listening to a lot of different podcasts. Yeah. Right. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I was definitely a consumer in this, this space. And it wasn't even, it was just like, Ooh, there's a lot. I mean, I think I was maybe listening to, I don't know, Gary V or, you know, somebody was like, why aren't you, you know, if you don't feel comfortable on camera, like, podcast is a good way maybe that was like the thing that clicked for me uh, you're on camera right now buddy i know i know but what actually what the podcast was like basically mine's been i've been doing it for a year and a half right it was like july of 2018 and yeah. um so like uh i guess like two months at, uh, around the same time period yeah and so for me it was like i i actually helped started helping my brother with his financial website at that time trying to grow his financial website through social media because they basically had other than twitter they had no social media presence and so i looked at it as okay i want to start a i'll do a podcast but then use that as a means to force myself on camera to do things i'm super freaking uncomfortable with yeah, <laughs> right? yeah 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 and so for me that's what it was it was almost also wrapped into like this growth of me personally yeah. You know, I literally, I, I, I find I it into my yeah. Instagram. I still have the first Instagram up there, which was like, I'm terrified, but here we go. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I find, I find a very similar journey of, of growth w- with myself, not necessarily like, you know, being vulnerable and putting it out there publicly. Uh, it's something I, you know, I kind of open up about now, but you know, I was very much in the beginning, like, like I am good. Like I am, you know, Mr. I know everything, you know, like, just, just, I just, I don't know. I just put on the face. Like I was confident and, and, it's, and, <laughs> and, and, and new stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that that's one way. Um, and I, it's I not, it's not, a, yeah, I, I don't I know. I honestly think the other way works better. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. I don't, your way works better. Your way probably works better. No, <laughs> because my, my, we, trust me, my way does not work. Look, better. no, because we got, look, we got all these podcasts out there and we got all these podcasters out there that like, that, that act like that they, they know everything. And like, like it's some, like they're, like they're God or something because they have this podcast and when really they're broke and their relationship is failing and they're miserable and they're teaching how to people how to be financially free have a healthy relationship and how to be happy it's so stupid there's 600,000 500 between 500 750,000 podcasts out there the number i used to crunch the numbers was a conservative number i said 600,000 what we were talking about a while ago and uh the majority of those are, are just crap, man. Zero it's, it's, just, it's the people Zero. that I just I- explained. 
Uh, and I was one of those people until I, you know, I, 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 I always say fake it and you won't make it, but I was, I did fake it till like, you know, I made something of it and, uh, and it, and uh, it worked for me. Would I do it that way again for the good of society? No, I wouldn't. (laughs) Did you, have you deleted all your early podcasts? No, no, no. I, I've thought about it so many times, man. I tell, I, I literally say that all you know the what? time. I like, I actually like the idea of lit of, of keeping it up as like, no, this is look, this is my journey from garbage. Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Less than garbage. Yeah. Know? And that's why, that's what I say now. Like, uh, you know, in the, in the intro of my podcast or, you know, I'll insert the ad in the, in the middle where I'm, you know, talking about my free course on podcasting and, and uh, I'm like, look, in the beginning, I, I, I just cringe at those at those early episodes, all these things I, I wish I knew in the beginning and blah, 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 whatever. Yep. Uh, bottom line is I, I cringe at those at those episodes, but I keep them up to to, you know, because it, it's just a, a marked improvement, like just <laughs> just I it, it's it's night and day, completely different show, literally completely different show. Yep. And everything about it has just was like a, a, a 180 and uh yeah yeah what was you know you say? wanted to when you started did you know you wanted it to be to get in kind of the routine of you what you're doing now which is interviewing people in the business space or people who've been successful in some way is that where how you kind of knew you wanted to go i didn't i was kind of aimless i didn't really know that yeah. i wanted to do anything this is honestly <laughs> this is like one of the core things I tell people and, and this is cause I know it for myself. Like you can begin and not know where you're going. Like sure. you don't necessarily have to have the magical goal to begin to make stuff and then kind of figure it out on the way. I mean, I try to, I try to tell people that. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to think most people seem to think you have to have some ma- master business plan. Nah. So they don't end up starting. I mean, you can have yeah. a minimum viable product if you don't have an audience, which I didn't. If you have a big audience, if you're Apple, you can't really put out a mini, minimum viable product because right. it's going to trash your, your reputation or, or ruin your reputation or you know raise some question marks around all, all your, your future products. You're you, right can't, there. Mm-hmm. you can't do that if you're, if you're a big company. But, but people like, like us, uh, you know, we, we really back then had the luxury uh, of doing that. But my fear was what I was going to say, actually, to finish that that thought about the cringe was, uh, you know, my fear is like, what if someone by luck of the draw picks at an old episode as like the one to like start with as their first one to like listen to my <laughs> podcast. And it's like, and even worse, what if it's like someone that kind of knows me like, right. like in real life and they, and they're like, Oh, this is what it was. This is what the buzz is all about. Are you kidding me? Like this sucks. And then they, the and then the head of GE who wants to use your production. Yeah, right, right, right. Let's exactly. Go to, let's go to episode one. Exactly. Exactly. And then they never listen to another one. Sure. That's a that's a rational fear, I think, and a and a yep. it could cause a lot of problems, even financially. What sure. you just pointed out there. Yep. Not even just embarrassing in, personally, but financially, it can cause problems. Uh, 100%. So, uh, but that's that's a marginal. I I mean, there's no way for me to measure how often that's happened. Right. 
but uh, I'm sure it has, but I'm sure it's just a marginal, marginal percentage. And I've just, I, you know, I've thought about that a long time ago and I just have to just live with it. You know, it's okay. Yep. Well, I think, um, actually I was listening to your episode with uh, Tucker Max. Um, okay. Um, which is a really good episode and everybody should listen to that one. Uh, he was a fascinating dude. And uh, that was a very different kind of podcast. Uh, the, the, <laughs> He's a little combative, huh? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) A little bit combative. I I know he he says he's done a lot of work, but maybe he needs a little more work there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, defense. I don't know. It's like, and I, I tried as an inner. Like, I I actually, I see a lot of myself in him. But (laughs) uh huh, uh huh. I did. It was um, that was probably my toughest interview ever. Yeah, it really was. And then I had. I had Grant Cardone immediately. Like that was my next interview the, the next week. And I mean, that episode hasn't come out yet. It's coming out January, but you know, he, he wasn't that he, he was way easier than, than Tuck than Tucker. Uh, but that wasn't easy either. Oh, really? Now, he had his moments too, but, but those like, so That's for a best. stretch of two That's interviews, want, right? Yeah, sure. No, <laughs> I mean, not all. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, there was a stretch of those two interviews two weeks in a row where I was like, man, have I lost my touch? Like, uh, <laughs> am I being a dick? Am I stupid? Right. Right. Like, what am like, I, gonna... you know, but then I, I'm, I'm right back on track and, and better than ever, uh, ever since then, which has been a month and a half. So, or almost two months. So we're, we're good over here. It was now just, now uh, tell me that, that, I mean, what's your standard? Let's walk through kind of your, your process for sure. uh, your podcast. Yeah. If yeah. You can. So you're, are you doing these all like we're doing them right now uh, online or, or are they in person as well? Oh, some of them are in person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do as many as I, as I can in, in person if our, if our paths cross, you know, yeah. um, whenever I'm traveling, I'm, I, I kind of look at my spreadsheet of, of past guests yep. and I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, you know, where am I going? Who's there? And someone's, Someone's always there, you know, and it's just a matter if I can, you know, coordinate or not, uh, if it so works out. when you're out. traveling like that, what do you do? You just do it in your, your hotel room kind of thing or get a room? Or a yeah, I've done it. I've done it in my, in my hotel room. Uh, I've done that before. Yes. Uh, and granted like the hotel room, like works, uh, I don't know. Like I had this one ideal, right? I had this one. Well, I had this one in New York that was like, you know, I could turn off the air conditioner, which is just great for audio. Uh, Lighting wasn't bad. Uh, Like everything was like pretty good. And it sounded like a really good podcast. So I was really happy uh, with, with that place. Um, I don't know. I like to go to people's places if they live there. Oh yeah. Uh, That's probably wiser. And yeah, just, yeah, but this person we were we just happened to both be passing it, through New York, and and so we both had a hotel room, so we didn't, you know, it was just a, a just toss up really. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah now that yeah. interview with it's, Tucker was that in person? Uh, no, but here's what, what it, dude. It, it sounds. I mean, this exactly. is like you you do really nice production. I gotta say, because it sounded like you were in the same. Room. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly, glad you noticed. At one point, I thought he was gonna reach across the table and grab and, you. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. He was so around, combative at the around the. I, I know around like, the five minute mark. Yeah. He was dude. literally like, I mean, he just was like, "Are you?" St-? I mean, he didn't say it, but he was like, "Are you an idiot?" I'm like, I know, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I, I, so what do you think of that? Like, like, like how, uh, with the, the way your brain is like diagnosing the turn of events in those first five, 10 minutes, like, like I am, was, I was afraid I, I mean, looked really like, bad. It's the name I, of a book, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, honestly, you know, was that the best question? No. But still, yeah, man. You're going with something here. Play along. I know. Gosh. Oh, well, I think I, that's, I mean, just as his core thing, you know, he's like, he realizes what his past is. People, you know, and he's, he's maybe doesn't, not so happy with it. Whatever. Who's happy with their past? I mean, whatever, you know. But to be to jump down your throat for that, dude, it was, it was actually good, good humor. I thought it was awesome, dude. I was laughing, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I don't know. I was just really, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know how that episode was going to turn out. Look, I did a lot. Of, I, I, I cut some stuff out of it too. It was, it was even, it was way more combative. Uh, like, you know, I oh, wow. really did some. Oh, dude, can I get, the, I did some I stuff the, uh, in the cut? first. Can I get the full cut? On? <laughs> <laughs> you got to release that dude. That's yeah. the highlight episode, man. Oh man. Yeah. It, uh, it was, I, I don't know if I'll ever encounter a, a tougher interview. Wow, that's good. Story. Now I'm glad I, I I did it. I'm very happy with the final product, um, and I forget what I was going to say. My well, brain's not. About, my like, brain was just turned off him, for a second. Are you just for this? Will help my process and will help out anybody's yeah. process who's doing uh, a podcast because the moment they listen to your podcast. Um, you see a level of quality which is not normally found on uh, what I wouldn't say are super high end. I mean, you're going to see it on a super high end podcast, but yours sounds very, very high end. Um, the production mm -hmm. value is super high end. You do an amazing job. Um, how do you walk a client or a, uh, a guest through what's the best way to get them to sound mm. good? and do that sort of thing how do you how do you do that with it yeah i'm actually gonna go for you right now to my calendly because there is in bold important information in all of the reminder emails mm -hmm. and the confirmation so i am I right you, here no, right now read man <laughs> i i mean if it, it goes they see it three times uh so i'm i'm sure i'm sure that that most people see it. Okay, let's see. Uh, email reminders. It says, ensure that you're in a quiet area with a reliable internet connection. Quiet area and reliable and bold. Turn off your phone or put it on silent and bold. That's just so embarrassing and it kind of looks bad on the host. It looks like you know the, the other person doesn't really care. And yep. it just looks bad on me. Um, this is a video conference, so video will not be published. Uh, there's no need to download software to access Squadcast. Plug in your USB mic, mic and headphones. Well, let's hold on a heads. second there, because that was the tip you gave me before uh -huh. we were organizing this, because I use Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you recommend that service, and you've had good, good success it's, with that service? It's Squadcast or nothing. Uh, Zencaster sucks. Uh, Skype sucks. Like everything else, I, I'm just going to put a blanket over it. Really sucks. Yeah. Everything Squadcast. Else is, is, Squadcast is, is 100. Everything else is a 70 or less, basically. Yeah. You, you, it's, it's built for podcasters, you know? So it really, and I know the guys, they're, they're awesome. They just get it. 
they they yep. just get it man uh and and do they have they have the interface like with zoom does with the calendar where you can set it up in the calendar and do all that sort of stuff or no um how does that work with that yeah it's way i mean i think yeah i, was, I think i was even telling you on 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 friday is when we were whenever it was that we were talking yeah, it was friday and uh i just have the same link that that everyone gets uh it all goes into my i mean yeah when someone books it goes into my calendar uh everything's there and i don't have to send people links manually like they the guest gets the like it's all it's all automated. it's all, like it's all yeah, yeah yeah that's the bottom line yeah. um so let's see uh, plug in equipment before joining Squadcast to reduce chances of technical difficulties. Uh, it only works with Google Chrome. Um, do, you, um, do you recommend a, uh, what do you do for mics? I mean, you just have yeah, to yeah, plug yeah. in their earphones or what do you Well, do? here's what I, so actually, here's the next bullet point. It says headphones are required if you only have Apple headphones and no microphone, which is not the best option. Please be sure that the mic does not rub against clothing or zippers. AirPods are not a viable option. And this is all in bold right here. And then I say, do not wear jewelry that can make noise during the interview. Uh, so and you, that's it. So, so when you show up and you go live and somebody's got the AirPods in, what do you say? <laughs> I'm like, no, you got anything else? Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, it, that, that's happened like twice. Not um, too often, right? But no. I, I, I heard actually one pro tip when you're when you're big enough and you're you're wealthy enough um you buy them a microphone you literally ship them a microphone exactly um, yeah i mean i heard i heard that from uh, i think it was tim ferris yeah yeah exactly well he, his podcast and he, you know he said, actually the mic i have right here he's like he would just because it's just whatever it's 80 dollars or 70 dollars or something you just ship it to him yeah exactly yeah uh so so pretty much when i when i knock out um you know i'm like you know, Apple headphones are not the best option. You know, Apple headphones of all kind, you know, AirPods and whatever, regular ones, like they're just not the best option. Uh, it pretty much solves my problem. And and everyone has, you know, everyone in this space has a microphone like you and I uh, nowadays. So it, it works. So pretty much everyone is using microphones like you and I are using right now. And also what's funny, you mentioned like buying microphones for other people. My last interview on Monday, uh, the person actually bought a microphone just for my, just to come on my podcast. And I, I was like, Oh, Oh, that's cool. You know, you taking yeah. it like, like it's, it's, it's that serious. And it is that serious. Actually, dude, you should just include the link in the thing, right? I should do that, man. You just include uh, the, uh, the Amazon link. Hey, I recommend this mic. Boom. 70 bucks. And then the people mm, themselves. That's I, I, that, that would be, that would be assertive experience for you to look your best. It's like, yeah. like a makeup person, right? It's like, uh -huh. you look your best here. This is what I recommend. Yeah. That's a good idea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. So tell me what you do when you're doing it. I mean, is it you're just. How do I put this? So. I do believe if you're an artist or a great podcast or whatever, you almost don't even need, and yours is very good. You almost don't even need to do promotion around it because I do believe great art. I agree. Like you said, if you just make a great YouTube videos, your channel will work. I do believe it's similar with a podcast. Yeah. You've obviously had success, but for the average Joe, like me, who isn't great at something, what do you do around it to 
yeah. promote and get the word out and yeah. what, what, what's your strategy for that? Yeah. You need to, you know, when you're, when you don't have a built-in audience and three New York times bestselling books under your belt, like Tim Ferriss, like you actually, you, you really need to hustle in terms of promoting it. And that doesn't mean just posting links to, yeah. to, to Facebook. Nobody like, yeah, this is my latest podcast. Nobody cares. Not one, not a single person will Nobody click on your link. Yet. No <laughs> one, no, no one. And why, why aren't people listening? It's good. I'm like the best kept secret out there. No, you're not. No, you're that's not. A, that's what I thought sucks, I was. Dude. It's terrible. Your, your podcast sucks, man. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what do you do? You know, so some of the things that we create are, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of people create these, but, you know, three audiogram clips for each episode. Mm-hmm. Right. And the way I train my people to create these clips is to really maximize engagement. Like these are not just your regular audiogram videos that, 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 you know, the the host just like throws it up there with the right. timing is 20 seconds off the er- errors galore. Like it, it doesn't even, it's like, the, it's like barely even English because you know, with the automatic transcription, <laughs> there's like a, uh, it's just, and it looks horrible. You're using your it's not, it's not one of those no English, <laughs> right? It's not one of those. Like, like there's so many checkpoints, <laughs> I think like 15, to be exact if we're going through my checklist in the training there's so many checkpoints to to make it so crisp fast-paced and just triggered for relative virality and uh, and and then you know we got we got the quote cards uh whenever you can you know taking a dynamic video like if you're doing it in person uh even if you don't post the, the whole video online, even if it's not that kind of quality, uh, but if you just got your iPhone set up on a tripod uh, and, and you're taking a, and you're taking a video of it, like those, those crush, uh, yeah. you, you don't gotta, there, there really isn't much post-production other than like, you know, editing it, like, you know, cutting, editing it down to one minute, um, you know, which you just cut the beginning and the end. Uh, you, you can just kind of be lazy with those, to be honest. Um, where are you sharing those when you when you make them? LinkedIn, LinkedIn, because your organic growth uh, discoverability is so high. Like you just, put, so many people are trying to like make it on Instagram. It doesn't work. You're not going to get any traction. Like if you're, uh, you, you're not. You you're never going to get traction on, on Instagram, yeah. unless again you have a built-in audience or if you're a really hot girl that shows up in the explore tab, it's, it, you're not going to get discovered you're just not. Yeah. The platform's not built for it. It's the wrong. No. And, and the value of the engagement is just so low. I feel that the value of the engagement on LinkedIn is so high. That's where my business comes from. That's where, that's where my listeners come from. That's it's funny, man. A like means so much more on LinkedIn than it does on Instagram. And I'm, I'm certain of that 10 X behind you, the 10 X book. It's like, it's 10 X. I mean, almost on any platform. And I've been on a lot of, this is the thing for me. I've been, I haven't been on LinkedIn. I just got on like this month. I mean, I've been there. My, my profile has been there, but I haven't been active on LinkedIn until like this month. You got to become a staple in the community. You're, 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 you're well on your way. 
but I noticed, like, whatever. It doesn't even matter. The, the number of people I've actually physically talked to in the one month I've been on LinkedIn <clears throat> equals the previous six months on every other platform combined. Mm-hmm. Combined. And that's not, I mean, I look at my videos. I'm like, Jesus, I, that video only got nine views or what? It's nothing. What looks like almost no interaction has resulted through whatever algorithm yeah, LinkedIn yeah. uses to connect people together to me having meetings here with people who are interested in podcasting to me talking to, you know, some of the biggest people who run the biggest hotels in Costa Rica who want to come on the show. Like how did this happen? And it all happened on LinkedIn. Um, exactly. Very similar story here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're basically LinkedIn. Um, so w- do you post on any other platforms or you, it's kind of, I don't care. I, I do. I do just cause I have the content. I really, I, I, I don't expect anything from them. I, I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, you know, back to like the, these audiograms, you know, they're just so rock solid when we create them for people. Like for, for example, uh, you know, new client comes on and uh, you know, he was working with a, another company before that was producing audiograms for his podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was averaging over the previous uh, nine videos that were created by that company, uh, 10 liked proposed. And then we start creating videos for him over the next nine video uh, audiogram videos, 18.87 likes per, per, per video. That's a, you know, that's a, that's a almost a, a doubling in engagement. And that's just going to, and I've seen it enough times to know, like, this is just going to continue to right. double every single month that like that, that was a, that was a month and a half period that that, that happened. And uh, it's just going to continue like, and, and it's going to get to the point where it's like with me, you know, with, with I mean, some of my autograms get 76,000 views. Yeah. I've done that before. Uh, you know, I'd say the average though is, is uh, you know 250 likes and and, and about 5,000 views for an audiogram, but that's just like one piece of promotion uh, for 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 my podcast. Uh, it just I just like I I don't know, man. Just content marketing too. Like every time I, I post, actually on on average over the past six months, I I've posted to LinkedIn I think point zero point eight seven times per day. Those are the <laughs> The stats and I had gotten a total of. So you're le- you're less than one a day. Yeah, a little bit. Wow, a little under. I mean, I, I what happens is that. No, I, I'm just Monday I'm Monday in the strategy. Like, yeah, Monday through Friday, I'm like on for the most part, and then for example, like yesterday, Saturday, I didn't post yeah. because it, it's Saturday, and I mean, so, look, some of my most popular posts have actually come on Saturday, but really. But Is like that just because nobody's there, and, and I think so. Uh, I don't know, but I just more yes, me not posting yesterday, and this is what it is a lot of the time. Is like it's Saturday, uh, and if I'm gonna post, I find that my best time to post is around eight thirty a.m. It's like I'm like it's Saturday. I, I want to read my book. I want to mm-hmm. go to my workout class, and I don't want to like stop reading my book to like hustle to get a post out before I got to run to my workout class. I'm I'm just here to enjoy and have some peace today. I really don't need to do this right now. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're, we're the 0.87 posts per day comes from. It's, it's really that. And that's great. And, but some days I'll post, uh, I'll post twice a day actually. And uh, cause then a lot of times Sunday 
I won't post either. I don't know if I will. I have a big following in Australia. So sometimes I post around 4.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time on Sunday because I know that they're all just getting up. And essentially it's like, it's like that time. It's like a really engaged time, like that Monday morning. Uh, I, like those are, those are popular posts. So for them, it's like Monday morning. So I know like that's not a bad time to post. Um, How'd you get a uh, following yeah. in Australia? How did that happen? Uh, it just happened. I got, I got, <laughs> I got it everywhere. Like, like the the Middle East is a is a big one too. Uh, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, like I know LinkedIn, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got people from like Nigeria and Kenya reaching out to me. Uh, yeah, so it's cool. Now you're posting one time a day, basically Monday through Friday. Yeah. I need you to post 10 times a day, man. 10 X in there. <laughs> uh, How's that looking for you, man? Uh, it's I know people who do that and it just, you, you cannibalize your posts. Yeah. They, they eat each other alive. They, all, all of them will get like 37 likes and not a lot of traction. It just doesn't look. I'd still over the last six months, I've got 1,905,000 views of my videos and, and posts just on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I'd still probably have the same amount of, of, of views. Maybe I wouldn't multiply by 10 though. Sure. It wouldn't not even, I'd be lucky to have the same amount that I have now. Uh, Interesting. It's yeah. just, just not how it works. They yep. compete with each other. Well, I think that's, that's similar to actually the YouTube, YouTube algorithm. Mm. Um, I didn't know where it want it. They want you. They want to find an audience for you, right? They want people to stay engaged on the platform. And if you post, 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 it it loses. It's almost like the TikTok algorithm. It it doesn't know where to go with it, or it loses clarity, and and then it just it downgrades all your posts because mm -hmm. it just wants to you know, it, like TikTok's said, like that too on each one. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think like what. I don't know that Twitter is like, I feel like Twitter's not, I don't know. I, I, Twitter, I don't really know Twitter anything about is, Twitter. It's a weird, yeah. <laughs> weird beast. I've honestly never, I've never been able to get anything to, to grab on Twitter. Mm. Um, the only thing I've ever seen grab of mine was I did a TikTok that somebody else tweeted and that, you know, grabbed like 30,000 views on TikTok. On yeah, TikTok. yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing I've ever done. Mine are, it's like ghost zero, 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 nothing. Uh -huh. right. I, yeah. I don't know. I have, I mean, look, Twitter is like my least cool platform. I mean, I got, I think I got like 284 following me and then I follow 30, uh, you know, which kind of makes it look not as bad as it really is over on Twitter <laughs> for me. Uh, to be honest, yeah. And, uh, well, and a lot of those, a lot of those followers too are like really famous people that, oh, really? that are, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So have, like, I know you, I see people follow me and I, well, people, I go look at them and it's, I'm like, dude, that's a robot. Oh, that's a robot. Too. Nah, that's I don't really have, I don't really have those huge bot nation on Twitter. Man. Nah, it's like, yeah, but yeah, that is, that does exist. Yes. Uh, so like I have, I mean, I just, uh, if we were to calculate the average follower count, because a lot of them are my podcast guests, you know, mm -hmm. they, they, they got 400,000 followers in the blue check, you know, and they follow me and I'm like, cool, thanks. You know, whatever. Zero for you. <laughs> well, 
it, it may yeah kind of but like if you know when they when they like my posts or every now and then or, or comment or whatever or, or james outtoucher will retweet it like mm-hmm. that's really good yeah <laughs> that's really great for me so like i know with any given tweet on, on twitter i have the chance to really mm-hmm. uh hit it it, you know, it has, it, it does have that, that chance. I mean, so are you put good for me audiograms on Twitter and then no, I it's rare. I've, I've done it with like three or four guests that I on, on Twitter that I know of big followings that I know if I post it, will retweet it. Right. Um, so I've done that with like Vanessa Van Edwards. I, I've done that. Mm, I did it with Naveen Jain. Um, although, I don't think he ended up seeing it on Twitter. He re, he put it on his Instagram. He posted it on his, which is better, honestly. Uh, but yeah, Vanessa like retweeted it and 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 mm-hmm. commented and liked it and and that so that posted did pretty well. It had uh had like I think like forty likes and and five retweets and and some comments. Uh, you know, I've done good before where I've had like fifteen retweets and seventy likes. Um, I actually had a post that was pretty crazy. It was just, I'm not even going to say what it is. I, I mean, I, if you really pry it out of me, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that I want to talk about it, but I had this really, I, I'm not a stranger to controversy. And uh, right. I had this really controversial tweet where uh, I said this stuff and then, and, and people like vehemently disagreed and it was so provocative. Now a lot of people agreed too. Sure. Uh, it was so provocative that out of 1200 impressions, 400 of them clicked on my profile. <laughs> like they were that curious, like who is this idiot? <laughs> and it only got like 15 likes, like the, the tweet itself. Uh, and how many follows did you get out of that 400? Ah, uh, I don't think I, I don't know I that I got it. Everybody any. was just like, no, who's the idiot? Who yeah. <laughs> I mean, but this is like, this is to, to Twitter's, what Twitter is, which is very strange. I saw this dude, he had a viral tweet and he then shared, and I mean viral, like 1.5 million, you know, impressions or 2 million, whatever it was, it was a big number or it was multiple million. I don't even know. But the breakdown of the the number made no sense in rational, like the number of views of his profile was like, 15,000 views of his profile. Yeah, yeah. And five people followed him. Exactly. You see all these viral posts that, like, that have like, like... What is that? That's that, nothing. Why am I even well, on the platform? Yeah, yeah. You, there's every, every single time, no matter what. And it even happened to my friend a while back where, you know, you get 80,000 retweets and 120,000 likes on a, on a tweet and then the comment is like, "Oh, I'm here to all right. Since this ha- since this is happening now, I'll go follow me. I'll follow everyone back." And four people out of and 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 the tweet has a million impressions, like you said. Four people follow. If that, like nobody cares. No, nobody's nobody following you. Like it's it's and not. That's why I do it's not happening, of, man. I do believe Twitter skewed because I believe there's massive bot traffic yeah for sure it's very possible but but i've seen ones just like that dude i've seen ones i tracked one dude because it was such this viral video i don't even know it was some like interesting funny video something i don't know and dude the the video itself had like 
multi, it was like six million views or something. And someone, and I, someone was looking through the comments or something, and it was like somebody made a, a comment about, oh, that's Twitter, and it screenshotted his follower count before the video, and after, dude, it gained like fifteen people. I'm like, yeah. What is this? What yeah. is this? Dude, Even this when you win, you still lose all, on Twitter. If this was humans. This would not be possible. Because no. there's no like it's hard to we we throw out numbers like six million. Like it's nothing. Dude, six million is massive. It's like an incredible massive. you've really hit something there. Yeah. And to think that nobody even pays attention to you from it. Just Yeah, dude. I I mean it, however, if it's like I have found that if it's like this meaningful content, for example, when, when James Altucher retweeted my, uh, my Forbes article, uh, and like, I, you know, out of the, when he retweets my stuff, I guess, I don't know, like, it's like 10, 11,000, 12,000 impressions, yep. uh, which is way more than I could ever ask for. And, sure. uh, and he hasn't engaged. I, I mean, his people are yeah, engaged, right? I find that like, I will get a few followers, from that. And that's like a way better ratio getting a few followers from that, you know, 11,000 impressions, as opposed to getting only a few followers from 6 million impressions, which we see all the time. So I find that it's like, I don't know, people want to jump on the, the success train, if it's like, actually meaningful content. And because uh, I mean, that's happened several times. I mean, because let's just put it, let's put it this way, like, my first 150 followers or not no, like 130 followers were all like people I knew in real life. Sure. And, uh, and ever since then, so up until like 280 something, uh, they're, they're all like actually like meaningful followers that voluntarily followed me without like me, without them knowing me or me following them back. Right. It's like come from like, they actually like what I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean? So I like my Twitter following in that it's actually the, the amount of engagement that I get considering my following is actually astronomical. It actually is. And uh, I like to use it too for like, I'll, I'll quote, I quoted somebody and, and this has happened a few times where I'll quote somebody Mm -hmm. and they'll go it, at the very least they'll like it or they'll retweet it and it's like bam all of a sudden i got 191 likes and 40 retweets on on just this quote because i gave credit and i tagged the other person so right. like that's not a bad strategy either interesting i've been I, I, twitter i've never i don't i don't know about, i don't know how to do twitter but that's a great idea right there my tweets obviously don't follow me because i suck on twitter um <laughs> but dude i just don't it's so for me it's so it's such a strange platform it's like yeah, it this is. okay let's make um i don't know you know chinese cookie uh quotes and this is the stuff people like or i mean i saw um one guy I follow social media guy um you know he posted how many tweets he does a day he does 50 a day Dude, I'm like, even if that's a minute each time, I mean, then it's more than a minute because he's doing, you know, multiple long, you know, threads of tweets. I'm like, dang, yeah. for the amount of engagement, which is very low, like, you know, oh, and I know 
the engagement is super low on yeah. Twitter because it's just a stream of just a, a waterfall of garbage. Um, how do you even bam? It, it just seems like man, that time would be better spent yeah. on LinkedIn there, or a platform that's deeper than this. There's very little business value in Twitter and Instagram as opposed to LinkedIn and and Facebook, a, a Facebook page that that runs ads. There's very low business value. However, there are the outliers, of course, on, on, on Twitter. If you look up We Rate Dogs uh, and, and Thoughts of Dog, uh, someone whom I interviewed uh, on my podcast uh, back in like May, uh, Matt Nelson, he's my age, he's 22 or, or maybe a year younger, a year older. I forget. Actually, he's a year older. I was 21. He was 22 at the time. <clears throat> and uh, he, between his his uh, couple accounts on there has over 10 million followers and freaking and, and, and he's got this and, and he's made an online store out of it and, and uh, brings in the, the low five figures every month. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, it's crazy too. It's the most engaged following that I've seen on Twitter, even at that sheer volume of, wow. of followers, because like, you know, it's I'll all, it's all about dogs. Yeah. Whenever he, whenever, you know, sometimes he helps dogs that like, you know, the owners can't afford surgery and he'll like post it like a, a, with a GoFundMe for, for this dog. He'll tell the story in like a couple of lines and, and, uh, and within a very short amount of time, the GoFundMe is like maxed out. Like, wow. like it, it's, it's fulfilled and, and it's done. Uh, it's just, it is a really, it's a really great following that, uh, that he has over there. Now he, and I and I still say outliers, this about right? These are yeah, who are and, and I say yeah, I say this about him too. I have so many good things to say about him, and he uh, and he unfollowed me, like, and I still have good things to say about him. So like, you know, he's legit. <laughs> and and again, when he liked my post, uh, a couple of them actually, the thing will blow up. Yeah, hundreds of uh, of likes and 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 tens of thousands of impressions like it just it's powerful when when you use it really strategically interesting but 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 the but again the bit where's the business value it's powerful vanity metrics wise vanity I myself dude, there that's 100 yeah. man 100 dude i never yeah. talked about twitter like this before that's cool <laughs> <laughs> no it's interesting and and the problem with me is my core being me freaking love vanity metrics man <laughs> yeah, I know. I like know. i don't know about you but when i first started the podcast man and it went from zero views to like three i was like whoa you know <laughs> I mean, my, my monkey brain or the reptilian brain just starts whoa. i know like, i mean it is really tough when you're in, get into this and it's really tough i can't i i i just get to the point where it's okay i have to look at numbers let's set it aside you want to do it for 10 minutes in the morning and then 10 minutes in the afternoon to look at your numbers. Okay. You know, yeah. even though my numbers are, sure. you know, nothing, but still I, my reptilian brain loves those numbers. Well, look, it's a, it, it, it's at a certain point, it, uh, if you're doing it the right way, like, you know, with content marketing on LinkedIn, it, it, it is a numbers game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I found, I love that number that I just found the other day. I use this, uh, I use this app It's called shieldapp.ai. That's the website mm -hmm. uh, where it, it scrapes all your, everything you've done on LinkedIn and, and calculates every metric available out there and even yeah. engagement rate and really cool stuff. And uh, so, yeah, one, one thousand nine hundred five, 
1,905,000 views in the last six months for me. Like I love like knowing that now uh, I, I had no idea what it was before I had no clue. So, uh, but, but it feels good, man. It's like I post it and and people are like, like you're doing something. right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I knew that before, but, (laughs) but it's good. It's it's good to have another magic like that. There's there's a difference. Right. And, And what I've actually, what I've learned in the last month is like, there's a big difference between whatever I do a post on Facebook and okay, it gets a few thousand views or whatever. There's a huge difference between that and what happens on LinkedIn and only because I've seen it happen. Like I, I honestly, I'm blown away. I can't believe uh, the engagement. Uh, yeah. And I mean, engagement, like people actually interested in what you're doing selfishly because, Hey, they want to come on the show or, Hey, can you help me set up a show or whatever it may be. Right. Um, and for you with a business helping p- people, you know, market their podcasts, uh, man, you're in the right time, man. Right. Yeah. Time. It's very meaningful engagement. I, I have very meaningful connections with hundreds, maybe over a thousand podcasters. Like yeah. it's, I, I've curated my, like, you know, back a long time ago, I would just connect with so many podcasters. Yep. Should, Who's your ideal client? How do you, uh, cause I mean, I, yeah. I've been in business a long time and I know most people don't want to pay for anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's your ideal client look like? Businesses. Businesses. Yep. And people who, people who already have, you know, even if they're, you know, if it's not like a company, uh, but individuals who have like an established income alongside their, their podcast and are, and are way too busy to deal with all this stupid stuff. Right. They want, they want, it's it's below their pay grade. It's below their pay grade for you, but people who are already established, who want to start a podcast or whatever. Exactly and want to farm out the things that will help them make it successful basically is that's mm-hmm. it yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. fantastic dude yeah partner. man it's like <laughs> it's it, it it just and it just works too you know with yeah. the i just run the numbers and someone the other day and you know the the month uh, his first month with us we increased his downloads nine percent uh and then the second the, the second month you know nine percent sounds okay but then we increased his downloads 87%. And we're not talking going from 10 to 18 downloads. We're talking like multiple thousands here. Sure. Uh, like this is, it's very meaningful improvement. And it's just going to keep going again. Like the engagement, like it's just going to, yep. we, 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 I, we know what we're doing here. Monthly contract with them. You're, they, it's like a monthly fee and you're in for, they're locked in for a year or two years. No, it's not even, no, no, you cancel anytime. It's just month to month. Yeah. Really? I, because I, 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 I got to deliver, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's dishonest to, uh, lock people into a contract with no performance, uh, no performance, like, yeah, where they uh, don't see the results. Exactly. Yeah. So it's on me. That's interesting. I mean, only because I think that's probably what you have to do. You know, you're still young, right? Uh, but when you're established, I think when you, you become like, Oh, this is the only place to go. If you want to market your podcast, the right way different story it's not you're not you know it's not five hundred dollars a month it's you know 18 months at you know it's it's you're selling Mm -hmm. no this isn't a five hundred dollar a month commitment this is a twelve thousand dollar commitment yeah it's two years it's twelve thousand dollars right it's Mm. a different sales point um yeah i see what you're saying for sure that's that's yeah that's something to think about you're in a space and trust me i know um 
this whole idea of, I mean, what you're doing is basically, it's marketing, but so much of it is social. And this idea of social media marketing, most people don't want to pay for. Like they, they somehow feel because the platforms are free, that their marketing must be then free too. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, people have a hard time paying for anything. They, in this yeah. world of free, it's, uh, it's tough to sell, it's, you know. So your ideal person, I can see it. I see it on your face, but <laughs> mm -hmm. the ideal person is somebody he's coming to you. He's found you it, and, and they are exactly. You're not hunting down people. No, I'm not. That's a loss. That's no. a waste of time, right? Exactly. People to come to you and then you can actually prove that you have worth and value. Yeah, you got it, Adam. I don't know about like with uh, paying like, you know, even, uh, you know, if it was like a, a you know, this is, it costs this much over 18 months. I don't know about getting all that money up front because like, then it's essentially like I'm working for free for the rest of the time. I don't, oh, no, not money I don't up like front. that. No, no, no. I, I'm not, I'm it's not still portioned out. It's contract is so they understand. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Creating like we have a soap company, right? And we do like a monthly subscription for our soaps, right? Uh -huh. It's like Netflix for soaps. And, but part of the way we sell it rather than, I mean, we used to sell it. Oh, look, it's only, you're only spending $300 a month. Oh, you're only $300 a month, which was fine. But what would happen is the moment they'd get a little bit hesitant, they're like, why am I spending $300 a month? Where now that we're established and we, people come to us rather than us hunting down people, when they come to us, it's like, yes, we want to enter. We like what you're doing, which is an eco hotel. We like that. We want to partner with you and be a part of what you're doing there. And to do that, we form relationships. And the relationship is a minimum of three years, right? And so it's nice. a three-year contract yeah, yeah. rather than a month-to-month, -month, right? Okay. Because what that does is it creates a, a an understanding of what you're doing, which is creating a long-term relationship. And yes, it's a monthly fee. Like this is how you're going to understand it for your accounting purposes. But this is a long-term yeah. relationship. I see what you're um, saying It's just now. a different way to sell. Yeah. But you have to be, it takes time to establish your brand enough where people are going to be comfortable with that, right? You're right. Point, you're still relatively new. I mean, exactly. In, where you still have to prove all the time. I mean, it's rough. You got to, you got to make sure you deliver. Yeah, you know, I know. But you will come to the point, I have no doubt, oh, yeah. as you're a hustler, that you'll come to that point where you can change the conversation where you're established enough where your ch people are coming to you and the conversation is different. It's they were, they're coming to you for you and they're they're It's not about, they know you're going to perform because they've heard enough stories about your performance that now it becomes, okay, we want it. We want to enter in a relationship with you. And that's a different sales technique. Right? Yeah, exactly. Which I'm on board awesome for you, man. I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, life's fun. I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. Great stuff, man. Hey, I'll let you go with that, man. Awesome interview, man. I love that. Was... talking with you about it. Ten X in, man. Ten X. <laughs> Adam, yeah, Adam, yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. I I, I enjoy this one more than I. I mean, look, I've been interviewed over fifty times this year on podcasts. This is this is up there, man. You're good. You, you did. You, you're that, awesome. Man. Thanks, man. You. Have a great day, brother. Peace.